Hi, everyone, and welcome to Behind the Numbers. My name is Dave Bookbinder, and welcome back to the show where we dig deeper to understand what really matters most in business. Today, I'm pleased to welcome Zainab Ekman, who's the founder and chief executive officer of Silver Defender. Z, welcome to Behind the Numbers. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. I want to talk about Silver Defender. The name sounds like it's a, a Marvel action hero name. And when you think about what Silver Defender does in, in its space, uh, it, it actually feels kind of appropriate. So I'm going to let you tell the audience what Silver Defender does and let them decide for themselves. Sure. Um, well, it's funny you said Marvel character because we actually created a superhero to go with our brand. How about that? There you go. Um, <laughs> So what we do in Silver Defender is we created back in 2018 an antimicrobial film that is meant to go on high touch points. So pretty much everything you're touching once you leave your home, like elevator buttons, door handles, railings, things like that. And it's an antimicrobial film that keeps that surface constantly clean. So you are ensured that you're always touching a clean surface. Yeah, tell us a little bit about how the idea came to you for Silver Defender. It's funny, I love telling this story because it's one of those stories that like you think is made up, but it's not. Um, back in 2018, um, I was at a Starbucks with a bunch of friends and a friend of mine used the restroom and you see him coming out of the bathroom holding a bunch of paper towels in his hands because you know he used a paper towel to open the door, which many of us do. Nobody wants to touch a door handle in a public space, especially a bathroom door handle. So that's where the idea originally struck. And uh, when he said somebody has to do something about these door handles. So I knew that I had to do something about it. And it took about two years to create the product. Um, we were in no rush because we thought we had something here. There was a there was an unresolved, unaddressed problem that we can solve with these films. So we launched our company in 2020, right before the pandemic, but the product was already in research for two years. So it was ready to, to go out into the market. And it just happened that we were at the right place at the right time. Yeah. And I want you to talk a little bit in granularity about how the product works and the application, because we've got folks who are uh, in the business world and uh, listening and watching from around the globe and maybe very interested in learning how they can use it for their businesses because what you're doing is you're creating you know a sense of safety for not only just the employees but the customers who walk into their establishments so it's um, yeah it's very important so there was actually a study done um, just recently about a week or two ago in the United Kingdom and the study was on door handles and in an office building, in a very busy office building. And that door handle actually had 30 times more bacteria than the toilet seat. Wow. And then they did the study throughout the building. They were looking at the uh, bathroom sink handles. And those sink handles had 11 times more bacteria than the toilet seat. So bacteria and viruses are still something that's very alive, even in a post-pandemic world. And what our product does is there is silver ions that are embedded inside the plastic and they're ionized by three different factors. They are air pressure, light, and the salt from your hands. So there's always something that's keeping the film on and um, there's nothing that you need to do to activate it. The film is always working and nothing can land on the surface of the film. So if you have this film on a door handle, you are constantly touching a clean door. So you never have to worry about, you know, having like anxiety reaching for that door. It's always a clean surface. 
Yeah, and, and speaking for guys everywhere who've been in office situations or coming into a bar or a restaurant, we know exactly what you're talking about when, when you talk about the germs being on the door handles. Um, so anyway, enough said on that point. But Z, what's your background? I mean, do you have a kind of a chemical engineering background? I have a master's in accounting. <laughs> so it was just so the idea was we need a we need a solution for this problem that you identified that day at Starbucks. But you're to be honest with you, I have always watched Shark Tank and I always wanted to invent something. Like my friends and family know this about me for decades. I always wanted to have something of my own that can kind of change the world. And I guess this is kind of changing the world a little bit. It's making the world a little bit of a cleaner place. But I always wanted to invent something. And I was just like looking for that inspiration. And that's where this came in. That's a great story. I love how that came about. How long do the protective properties last? So the antimicrobial properties of the film, we have testing in place where it shows that it lasts over a year. Um, the more it's touched, the cleaner the film actually stays. The salt from your hands keeps ionizing the film. So it's actually, the more it's used, the cleaner it is. But we do recommend the product to be replaced every 90 days for more of the wear and tear of the look. You know, people have rings and keys in their hands. The film starts to scratch. It might start to peel after 90 days. So that's what we're recommending. Yeah, and I was poking around your website in advance of your appearance here on Behind the Numbers and uh, noticed an impressive list of customers. And I think you've got Clorox as a customer also. Is that right? Correct. They actually used our product in their headquarters in California into their entrance of their corporate headquarters. So I think that kind of speaks volumes when a company like Clorox is using our films rather than, you know, cleaning it with their own products on a continuous basis. Um, they installed our films on their doors to protect their employees. Yeah, I, I think that does speak volumes. And in conjunction with that superhero that I somehow magically came up with, but you were there ahead of me on that, uh, I'd be shouting that from the rooftops because I think you're right. I, I mean, when you've got Clorox, who is an icon uh, as a symbol of cleanliness, especially during the pandemic era, and they're using your product, that's got to be a pretty interesting testimonial and, and certainly powerful. Um, so the, the product obviously became, I'll call it popular or great, got greater awareness during the pandemic for obvious reasons, but this is more than just a COVID product, right, Z? Correct. I mean, it's, it's always been more than COVID. You know, when we invented it, we were thinking about germs and bacteria, you know, where we see every day. I mean, you go to a grocery store, we didn't want to touch the grocery shopping cart handle or the credit card machine. These, these feelings were always there. And obviously, the pandemic emphasized this, this feeling that we have towards services, sur surfaces. But, you know, even after post-pandemic, I think people are more aware now of germs and bacteria. And, um, you know, if you think about the flu virus, it couldn't live on a surface for 48 hours. So, you know, with our product, you are going to be reducing the cold and flu. Um, you know, because cold and flu is hand-to-touch. I think about 93% of it is from hand-to-touch. Um, so it will reduce that as well. Yeah, and as we're coming back into a uh, return to office at least a couple of days a week, generally becoming the norm, that becomes even more and more important. Yes. So, so Z, what's what's next? What are the uh, the new products you have on the horizon? Um, our next product is something that we're very very excited about, and I think it's going to make a huge difference in the healthcare industry. Uh, what we're creating next is it's going to be launched probably in the next six months. It's in production right now. 
is a mattress cover for hospitals. Um, believe it or not, there's about 40% of the hospitals in the United States have some sort of a cover on their mattresses, and not a lot of them are antimicrobial. So our mattress covers are going to be actually antimicrobial made out of the same technology and the same film that we're using in Silver Defender. And we really think that it's going to help reduce infectious diseases drastically. Um, when you're in a hospital and if a patient has an infectious disease and the next patient lays on that bed, that patient's risk goes up by, I think, 583% of catching that infectious disease, which is huge. And um, there was a recent study done in a hospital in Cincinnati. They took about 40 beds and they tested each of them and 85% of them tested positive for bacteria. So um, this is one of the reasons why you go into a hospital to get a surgery, but you come home with an infectious disease. So we're really hoping that this product can make a huge drastic difference in that industry. Yeah, and had some personal experience in that space also, so completely agree with you. Z, for folks who are watching and listening around the world who may want to learn more about you or Silver Defender, what's the best way for them to connect with you? I think just right on our website, silverdefender.com, it has all the information on the product. There's videos you can watch about how to install the product and where it's used. So our website is a great tool. Awesome. I'm going to give you a chance here to uh, humble brag for a moment, if you don't mind. Uh, I, I know that you've won a couple of awards. I want to give you a chance to share that with the audience. Sure. I think our most impressive award was um, received right in the beginning of our business in 2020, and it was by ISSA. ISSA is the leading cleaning association in the world. And um, just to give you an idea how big this, this association is, you know, the members of this association are companies like Gojo, the makers of Purell, 3M, Procter & Gamble, Clorox. And in 2020, they actually awarded us the best in service and technology. And we were competing, you know, with different, um, we were competing with companies that are billion dollar companies like 3M, Clorox, they had their new technologies in this, in this running and we won, which was a huge honor to be recognized by, you know, the peers in the industry as a startup, that they believe in the product and that they see that this could make a difference in the world. Yeah, congratulations for that, and thank you for sharing that. So I just want to jump back to the product for just a quick minute here, if we can. In terms of the, the actual application, so we talked about doors and handles and things like that. How else can you envision somebody utilizing, or how are folks using your product in, in protecting their employees and their customers? Sure. Um, so the, the product can be used in literally in every industry you can imagine. You can't name a business that doesn't need the product. Um, we have hospitals, schools, public transportation, buses and subways, gyms, grocery stores. So if you think about all the different types of door handles in this industry, it's literally everything, you know, elevator buttons, push bars, credit card machines, you know, refrigerator doors in a grocery store. So everything that you're touching once you leave your home can be covered with our films. Awesome. Thanks for sharing. Z, we're bumping up against a commercial break here, so we're going to take a quick pause. You sit tight. Don't go anywhere. And folks watching and listening, you hang in there, too. We'll be right back after we pay a few bills here on Behind the Numbers.
Good. Didn't garnish. On the Chowdown Network. We can't wait to go. <laughs> Why are your mittens still on? She says. Please, God. That's weird. Try your food. It's much better than our ability to actually do a take on television. We got you covered. Help me. <laughs> Trust me. I can cook way better than I can act. Roll sound. Sound production take two. Hi, I'm Kelly Lyons, the host of The Gourmet Mama. Rosemary chicken, made in 25 minutes. And we have this and many other recipes to feed your family wholesome, clean, delicious food that you can get done in 30 minutes or less. So whether you're making dinner at night or planning for a big dinner party at your house on the weekends, we got you covered. We have recipes on RVN Television and we will be featured on the Chowdown Network at rvntelevision.tv. A stroke can be easy to detect. A loved one can't speak. Perhaps they can't move. But there's another sign of a stroke. And welcome back to Behind the Numbers. I'm Dave Bookbinder, and we're talking with Zainep, or Z Ekman, who's the founder and chief executive officer of Silver Defender. Z, welcome back to the second segment here at Behind the Numbers. Hope you had fun in the first segment. Yes, I did. Awesome. Want to continue on here in our conversation by, by talking about your entrepreneurial journey you know, to becoming the CEO of a company. Sure. Um, so the way it started is I was always an, I always had an entrepreneurial like drive. Um, I went to college and I got my master's in accounting. So it's a totally different industry. Um, after I graduated, I stayed in accounting for a few years, but I didn't, I always wanted to be a CEO. I wanted to have my own company of some sort. So I actually went into commercial real estate for about 15 years. And then from there, I always knew I wanted to pivot into something different, which is nanotechnology, which is completely different. And now I'm running Silver Defender. Yeah. And, and along the way, would you say that you've developed a particular leadership style? And are there any characteristics that, that you try to uh, exhibit as you're leading day to day? I think... Um, especially in the last few years, it has become where I have become a more of a mentor for younger women, for like woman-owned business, woman empowerment, because both of my businesses are in a very male-dominated world. Um, commercial real estate is all male-dominated, and the nanotechnology cleaning services is almost the same thing. So it almost became where, you know, I'm a CEO of these two different industries where it's male dominated. So it has turned into that. Yeah. So that's a good segue. So what kind of advice would you offer to uh, aspiring and even current female leaders? I think it's just so important to have mentorship. Um, I know from my own upbringing and, you know, my journey, it's so important to have other women mentors in your life that can just kind of teach you what they've been through and kind of give you advice because they can see it from a different perspective, especially, you know, being in a male dominated industry. Um, I think mentorship is very, very important and just having people around you that 
believe in what you're doing. You know, as you can imagine, when I started Silver Defender, there were so many people that thought it was a crazy idea, how nobody was going to buy it and nobody needs it. It doesn't make sense. But, you know, then came the pandemic and turns out it was a product that was needed. Um, so it's very important to have like a strong group of people that believe in you, no matter how crazy your ideas are. Yeah, that, that had to be challenging for you. I mean, when you talk about going from real estate into nanotechnology, uh, that, that is quite a leap. So I guess you can sort of understand the skepticism, but uh, obviously you were determined and, and you were successful in doing it. Uh, along the way to the journey of, of chief executive officer, Z, have you experienced anything that you thought was kind of gender specific challenges? Um, it's always, I feel like it's always gender specific in both worlds. Um, we were actually in our first conference in Las Vegas, the ISSA conference, which is where we actually won the award I mentioned in the first segment. Um, you know, we have our booth and we're there with our entire team. And a gentleman came over to our booth and said to someone that was working at our booth, and he looks at me and he says, oh, it's good that you got a pretty girl to be a spokesperson so people will come up to you to talk about the product. You know, there's always these, like, digs when you're in these type of industries where they just assume you're just someone that's hired to be the face of the company or you're just working there. Um, so, you know, you run into those kind of things, and I'm kind of used to it in both industries. But like I said, you just have to know what you're doing, know your product, and know that you're actually making a difference in the world. Yeah, good stuff. And anybody who comes to know you certainly understands that you know your stuff. But when you talk about being the face of the company uh, and representing it, I, I know you're very active on social media, and I know you believe very strongly in personal branding. Can you talk a little bit about your personal branding strategy and maybe advice for others that are out there in the audience? Sure. I think especially, you know, like the world we live in now, personal branding is so important because you are basically your brand. Um, and I'm always trying to be out there giving business advice to not only women, men and women. I have a lot of people that message me on both fronts, but I think, you know, you are what you represent. So I'm always trying to be out there talking about the product, talking about how to make a difference in the world. And, you know, we are creating something that can actually change the world. Yes, it's a for-profit business, but we truly believe, especially with the product that we have coming out for hospitals, that we are actually making a change in the world too, which I, which I think is so important in business. Not yeah, only just, you know, making sales. Yeah, and I know you also uh, do a column for Forbes. Uh, I wonder, have you done anything at, for Forbes regarding personal branding? And if not, what would you tell folks who are out there in the audience who are maybe hesitant to put themselves out there, so to speak, to represent their companies? I actually did. I think it just came out in the beginning of this month. There's an article that I did just basically for personal branding. And I understand it can be hard. You know, when we first started this company, I don't, I do not like talking in front of people or on camera. I don't know if it's obvious, but you know, you kind of have to like force yourself to do these things because we live in a world where you have to be on camera. You need to talk in public engagements. Um, so I think it's very important to kind of get out of your comfort zone and just push yourself to do, you know, podcasts and TV shows. I promise you it does get a little bit easier, but you just have to kind of push yourself to go out there and try to build a personal brand because everybody else is doing it. And if you don't, nobody's going to know who you are or what your company is. Yeah, somebody once told me that the last thing you want to be is 
the best person in your industry that no one's ever heard of. Exactly. That's very well said. <laughs> Z, for folks who want to learn more about you or connect with you or maybe even follow you on social media, how can they do that? Sure. Um, well, I'm on LinkedIn and also on um, Instagram. Z underscore Silver Defender is where you can find me. And also, you know, through our website, silverdefender.com. Great. Thank you for that. I want to get your advice now for the younger professionals in the audience, uh, Z. What do you think today's workers, the younger workers, really need to embody in terms of skills and, we'll say, attitude? Um, I think you just kind of have to be like a little bit of fearless and don't be afraid to reach out to people. You know, when I started Silver Defender, I was just reaching out to people that you wouldn't think would pick up my phone calls. But when you have an idea or a product, don't be scared to reach out. Um, I've always been very good at opening doors. Um, I think when we first started the company, I reached out to, I forgot who the person was originally, but someone in the New Jersey State Department. And through that, we actually were working with the exportation um, department of the SBA, who actually gave the first ever grant to a New Jersey company to go out and advertise internationally. And through this grant, we have been able to put billboards in the United Kingdom. We were in their subways and their tunnels, which is something we could have never done on our own as a startup in 2020. But just, you know, just through reaching out and just trying to pitch, you know, great things can happen. So I always say it's always your network. Um, just make sure you're connecting to the right people. Yeah, networking is certainly uh, very, very critical. And when you talk about mentorship uh, as one of your leadership characteristics, it dovetails neatly. But talk to us a little bit about how you assemble a team, Z. So culture and fit and responsibilities and building a cohesive culture and a cohesive team. How would you recommend folks go about doing that from your experience? I think you need to make sure that everybody on your team kind of has the same mission and the same drive. Um, you know, everybody in our firm literally wants this product to be on every single door. So we all have that same vision where we are maybe a little bit delusional, but we want, we're all working just as hard to make that become a reality. You know, we're not just here to say, our, our quota for this year is this much. Let's just try to sell that much. No, we're like, how can we be in every bus, every train, every hospital? So you kind of have to build your team with the vision that you have. So when you come into work every day, they're not looking at you like you're crazy, but we're all crazy together. No, you, you hit it on the head. When I when I talk to CEOs and, and business leaders, the, the recurring theme here is this concept of greater mission. It isn't about how many widgets you sell or, or what the bottom line is necessarily. That comes after the execution on the mission. Mm -hmm. True. That's so true. Yeah. See, we're just about out of time here. So I want to give you kind of the final word. Anything that uh, I didn't ask you here that we ought to know about you, your leadership style, or even Silver Defender? I think you did a great job covering everything. I mean, um, you know, if you guys want, if anybody has any more questions about our product, you could go to on our website. They could reach out to me directly. And I think um, it's something that we're doing that can make the world a cleaner place. So thank you for having me. No, it's a pleasure. And what you're doing certainly is changing the world and, and changing lives for the better. So what we, should, we wish you continued success. And uh, certainly thank you for joining us here today on Behind the Numbers Z. Thank you very much.
It's been a pleasure. We've been talking with Z Ekman, who is the founder and chief executive officer of Silver Defender. As she said, definitely check them out, visit their website, and be sure to follow Z on social media. She is active everywhere. And uh, shout out to the folks in the production room here for making this show the success that it is. And thank you in the audience for watching and listening. We can't do it without you. Please be sure to crush that subscribe button so that you can stay in touch with all that we're up to. And again, my name is Dave Bookbinder, and I'm the one that my clients turn to when they want to know what their business or their intellectual property is worth. You can feel free to reach out to me and find me on LinkedIn. Always happy to have a conversation. And that is all we have for today, gang. That's a wrap. We will see you next time on Behind the Numbers. Take care.